Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Boozer. And I'm Brian, and so is my wife. Oh, dear. <laughs> I apologise for him. I really do. There's not much I can do when one of us is in Oxfordshire and the other's in Hertfordshire. Yeah, it's a long way to go to slap me around the face. Oh, but it would be so worth it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we are obviously here for another episode of Boozer in the Brain, and we we've got are. three rather lovely-looking beers from one of our all-time favourite breweries, Tiny Rebel. Tiny Rebel. Yes, yes, yes. We have uh, three, um, at the time of recording, relatively new releases, in fact. Mm. Um, so we will be starting today with Original Nuttar, um, which is a lovely nut brown ale. We shall be moving on to Cherry Bomb which is a cherry sour. And finally, and this is probably going to end as a total Incredibles quotathon, we're going to be doing No Capes, which is a rather delicious sounding apricot and vanilla lassie IPA. I'm excited for all of these, but I should also Me say you've, you've missed a very important point of the No Capes. It's actually labelled as No Capes issue number one, as if they yes. might maybe do a range of them. Perhaps. We don't know. We don't know yet. We shall see. It looks fabulous. I mean, it's kind of got this sort of uh, comic strip um, theme going on of, of all the uh, reasons why superheroes should never wear capes. I particularly like um, the chap who's flying around and having a shark that's about to bite his cape and reel him in. That's rather good. <laughs> It's fantastic. And, you know, for those of you that don't know the brewery, their, their artwork on their cans it is always phenomenal. Always um, looks good. Yeah. And, yeah. and they, they're they a lovely experimental brewery. We really like them because they do uh, cool stuff with flavours. They're slightly nuts. Um, and they are from Newport and... Oh, South Wales. <laughs> as, far as, as far as we know, um, certainly, they're, they're Wales's best brewery in our book. Out of the ones we've tried, they definitely are. I mean, yeah, what, what I love is they... Well, um, out, yeah. out of what we know. Yeah, indeed. I mean, they, their mantra, and it's on every single one of their cans, is we have one rule, never just make vanilla ice cream. Yes, and, we um, like this rule. We like this rule a lot, and they've they've gone mental over the last sort of year or so with lockdowns and things. Yeah, just a crazy number of releases. Um, not least... Count. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not least um, during their ninth birthday celebrations in early 2021, when they released 14 new beers, no less. I can't wait for their 10th, if that's what they're doing for their ninth. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, so anyway, without any further ado, um, let's crack on with original Nutta. Um, I say it like that because it's spelled um, N-U-T-T-A-H, and I am... Um, Far too middle class to pronounce this the way it's probably supposed to be pronounced. Original right. nutter. That's, that's probably yeah, that'll work. Yeah, original nutter. Anyway, let's go for it. Nut brown ale, which is um, a little on the traditional side for. It is. I'm curious to rebel. see what they do with it. Then, of course, one of their flagship beers that kind of made their name was the uh, Kutch, which Pre is um, which is a lovely Welsh red ale, um, and that's relatively traditional in style. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with this. Definitely got the sort of that toasted biscuity, nutty nose to it, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And it pours a really delightful shade of um, of sort of warm dark brown. It's um, yeah, I mean chestnuty as they've uh, as they've put on the back of the can. Yes, exactly. Yes, this this is one thing that um, we, we both like about tiny rebel and that also slightly frustrates us 
Um, the back of this is is their their typical thing that they do where it goes eye chestnut nose toasted biscuit taste sweet slash nutty. Um, that's pretty much all the information they tend to give on on the back of their their cans. So we never know. <laughs> and as 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 someone who's uh, whose job it is to you know know about beers, it, it always slightly frustrates me that I never know what the malt profile is, what the hot profile is um, of their beers, what you know adjuncts they use, what yeast they use. I'm, I'm assuming that they have. Um, their own house yeast strain um but i never know i never i never know what what exactly goes into a tiny rebel beer it's always shrouded in mystery <laughs> um, was... but they're certainly alchemists in terms of their their brewing quality they you know they they have some talented brewers over there yeah whereas whereas for me as much as i like learning about all the stuff uh, from you i knows and tastes are pretty <laughs> pretty plentiful amount of information for me and well, many others yeah i mean that's that's why i say that it, it's both frustrating and lovely because you know it does give you what you need to know um i obviously being the the sad act that i am would, would like to know more because i want to know everything <laughs> about you know i want to know exactly what um, how long the boil was when they brewed it. I want to know when the hops went in. I want to know what this the, is where uh, I interject and just say, should we drink it now? Should we, should we just oh, go okay, on and drink fine. it? Okay. Yeah. If you insist. Well, we've had, had the eye in the nose. Let's see if it is sweet <laughs> and nutty. Yeah. Let's go for it. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I would say so. Mm, that's a winner. That's definitely that a winner. It is actually. That's, that's kind of like, um, somewhere on the spectrum of a, of a nice kind of a nice pub bitter, but done really, really well. Oh, incredibly well. I'd love to have a session of this fresh from the tap. Yeah. So would I actually, that's um, quite delightful. In fact, you can take a photo for untapped. There we are. Um, yeah, that, that's absolutely smashing. It's uh, it, it delivers exactly what you want of, of a good, uh, a good brown ale. You know, it's, Maybe it is a little bit of a departure stylistically for for Tiny Rebel, um, in that there's kind of nothing slightly bonkers about it. <laughs> Although but, maybe yeah. maybe that's it. Maybe that's the thing. It's slightly bonkers for them because it's not slightly bonkers. Maybe, maybe, yeah. We've we've come out the other side. Um, but you know, true to form, it is an extremely well brewed beer. There's no doubt about that. Um, it has got that sort of t warm, toasted, malty, uh, biscuity kind of flavour to it. Slightly bready, in fact. Um, a little bit. And then mm, is on the palate, there's that really nice um, almost almost sweet nuttiness, um, which is, is just very satisfying, actually. Absolutely. Um, I, I know you know, sort of going to likened this. it to a sort of good quality pub bitter. I mean, there's, there is, I should say, there's, there's nothing bitter about the taste at all. Um, no, I mean, that's that's uh, always been a, a bit of a misnomer. Bit, bitter in terms of in terms of the style, which is always a slightly vague one to define. Um, it's it's not, no, you're right. It's worth pointing out. It's not bitter in terms of flavour. It's It's got a very mildly dry finish, but um, I would imagine the IBU is quite low on this one. IBU? Um, yes, sorry. Uh, brewing term. IBU is uh, the just the, the measure of bitterness, essentially. Um, it oh. stands for International Bitterness Unit. Uh, it's the name of the scale. Um, and uh, in fact, actually, um, a, a sort of traditional English bitter, despite the name, will always have a relatively low IBU score. 
um, generally speaking, sort of somewhere probably between 30 and 40, um, which is relatively low. If you think of your IPAs, particularly West Coast IPAs being much, much higher up towards sort of 60 to 80, even more. Um, uh, yeah, the, this sort of style has a much lower IBU rating. So if it's basically, if it's 30 or below, it's low and it's not very bitter. Well, there we go. Don't say we don't try and teach you something immense star drinking well there you go see this is it's all part of my crusade you see all part of my crusade to to help ensure that someday people view beer the same way they view wine i think we're getting there we're making progress you know the the craft the the explosion of the craft scene in the last sort of decade decade and a half has has really helped with that um you know beer is no longer seen in in quite the same light as the kind of poor cousin i suppose um to wine but even now you know people tend not to think of of beer in in the same sense of being a really classy drink necessarily or being as something that would be great for pairing with food but actually the the sheer scale and variety of styles of beer um and it is bewildering really there's so much more um variety in 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 terms of beer than there is in wine um makes it a much more versatile drink i think in many ways um i completely agree you can always find a great beer to pair with any to pair with any kind of food oh definitely and then you know there has been a um a trend with some some smaller breweries that have been sort of Mm. teaming up with local sort of delis and cheese shops and that sort of thing and doing a you know, food yeah. and food and beer pack that you can get, and which is really cool. Oh, it is. I've I've had man, lucky enough to have a, have a couple, and they've been fantastic. And actually, drinking That's this, good. I think it would go really nicely with some good cheeses. Yes, it would. Yes, um, something, uh, something a little bit sharp and a little bit nutty. Maybe um, a good Gruyere or Conte or something like that. Mm, really, really nice. Um, but you know, that is to say, not it, it's not just cheese that goes well with beer, of course. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think this actually would be a lovely beer to pair with maybe some uh, some nice gamey stew or something like that. I think would be absolutely char- absolutely delightful. Mm. Or or even to cook cook with to make said stew. Or... or even to cook with, yeah, absolutely. Beer's brilliant to cook with, no doubt, no question. Um, so yeah, you know, I I want to I want to help in my in my own small way to to get to get beer um, that bit more, I don't know, respected <laughs> and seen as, as a wonderful, um, surprising and, dare I say it, classy drink in its own right. It's Absolutely. not just about getting smashed on Stella. Or many of the other beers that are available. And there's absolutely, you know, nothing but class in in the glass at the moment with this beer. It's wonderful. Absolutely. Um, so what, what do we reckon on the old untapped... Ooh, tricky one. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's not going to get a bad score. <laughs> oh no, um, absolutely not. But it's also not one that's necessarily going to set the world alight. No, no, it's maybe just, not. It's just quality. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just, good. just yeah. good. It's a simple beer, but it's it's well done. I'm struggling to think of any tiny rebel beer that I've ever, to which I've ever given a bad score. Um, I don't think it's ever happened. No, I'm pretty sure it hasn't. Because I've, I've not really had a bad tiny rebel beer. Um, this is maybe somewhere around 3.25 to 3.5 i don't know that doesn't sound amazing but um bear in mind that i'm a harsh scorer so for me that's actually quite a good score anything 3.5 or above is really good for me 
That's fair. I mean, I, yeah, I was thinking sort of the 3.5, possibly at a push 3.75. Yeah, that would be fair. I wouldn't argue with that. Wonderful. Wow. One, one great one down. Two undoubtedly good ones to go. Absolutely. And with that said, I'm going to set you up for this one and you can knock it out the park. Our next is Ch Ch Ch. Cherry Bomb? <laughs> could have been said with a little more enthusiasm, but I'll take it. It could have been, but I, I mean, I am enthusiastic about this one, to be fair. I probably should yeah. have been. But um, yeah, so Cherry cherry Sour, um, mm-hmm. which I've, I've mentioned before, I do like a sour beer from time to time. So you I'm do. quite excited about this one. Yeah, right up your street, this, isn't um, it? And am I right in thinking they've done a least partly cherry flavored sour before? Yes. Um, yeah, it was a it was a relatively recent release. What towards the end of twenty twenty, wasn't it? Um, when they did the the funk series of sours. That's right. Um, yes. And they were all based on kind of popular sweets, essentially. So you had the apple sours, the mm-hmm. tropical bubblegum. Yep. Oh, uh, the fizzy cola. Fizzy cola, which was yeah. amazing. And the cherry amaretto was the last one, wasn't it? So that was That's right. Yeah, that, that was delicious, and it'll be interesting to see how this compares because um you know we were talking about the eye nose taste thing on the back and what does it say on this one chris <laughs> i red okay well that's that's a solid start sure uh nose cherry drops and taste, taste cherry, drops. cherry drops so yeah. <laughs> i mean if this doesn't taste like there. cherry drops i think i'm going to be quite disappointed oh we'll have to ask for our money back um without anything else to say maybe let's just dive straight in let's go for it I wish everyone oh, yeah. could see us holding the cans right next to our mics when we open them. <laughs> I mean, um, the, the nose is definitely there. That's a good start, definitely. That is hunchy right. and oh, lovely. The pouring, the pouring. You'll be pleased to know, everyone. That is not a sound effect we put in. That's the actual sound of us pouring the beers. How's that for professionalism? I don't think they, if they know us well enough. They know there's absolutely zero professionalism. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so but that is, I mean, they said I red. I mean, to be honest, they, it's they maybe wanted red. it's a dark red. They probably wanted to be a little bit, or it was a slightly varied, but actually, it is, it is puckily the color of cherry drops. As well, really they is. could have they could have just gone eye cherry drops, nose cherry drops, or we haven't tasted yet. But I'm assuming <laughs> they really could. It looks the part, it smells the part. Um, so there's only one thing left to do, really. And on that, really? as as they say in Wales, yachida. Exactly. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not yucky at all. Hilarious. That is incredible. That's very good. Yeah, I mean, do you know what it reminds me of? Go on. Really reminds me of cherry drops. Do you think they had any idea of that when they were writing the notes on the back? I don't know. I don't know. They might have done. Otherwise, what a coincidence. That that is fantastic. I mean, for those of you that that have not tried a, a sour beer before, I mean it kind of is what it says on the tin you you, uh, you yeah. very much you know a good fruity flavor and um you do get that little bit of a, a a sharp maybe sort of almost citrusy that kind of sharpness of um of an aftertaste yeah yeah maybe a, a almost limey perhaps 
Yeah, perhaps. Um, or lemony, lemony, limey, definitely. Yeah, lemony, um, limey. Um, but predominantly, there's only one fruit in, in here in the main. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, well, and you say is... that, apart from the berry sour we had a few episodes ago. True, true. You know, there are um, some. But, um, yeah, and there's sours and there's sours. I mean, this, yeah. I think, is a really nice balance. You've got that tartness at the end, which is really nice. It's not too much. Not too sour, but, you know, it's definitely, it, it's it'll it'll pucker you a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's cherry all over. And it does have that slightly candied quality as well that we were looking for in something that's meant to taste like cherry drops. It does. Oh, massively. And that's um, one thing that Tiny Rebel have been really good with all the sours I've had from them, mm-hmm. actually, is that, yes, it's a sour beer. You have that tart aftertaste. But they always do incredibly well with making sure there's just the right amount of sweetness just to balance it out and just so that you have that little bit of a... Exactly. A, a curb of sourness at the end just to give it a bit of a kick yeah. rather than be sort of over prevalent exactly it's rounded and it's balanced it's not too much um which i think it would be an easy trap to fall into um but no they they, they balance their beers out very well um and that's not always easy with sours because ultimately it does have to be sour but you don't want it to be too over the top True. um but i mean you know if you want if you want the short version um then my incredibly professional tasting review is going to be um it's sour and it tastes of cherries it's not like you to be that succinct (laughs) no no it's not it's not at all (laughs) but you are absolutely bang on with that i mean it's doing everything that it's aiming for it looks beautiful it smells beautiful it tastes beautiful it's another winner um you know we're not surprised it's tiny rebel Absolutely. Um, and I, I, I already know that I'm going to rate this higher than you because sours <laughs> are more my flavour than they are yours. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I won't kick a good sour out of bed, don't get me wrong, but sours are much more your thing than mine. Um, it's not, I, I guess it's not my sort of, it's not a go-to style for me. It's not one of my favourites um, in terms of style. But, you know, I, I like all styles of beer. Of course I do, ultimately. And, you know, I'll happily try anything. I think everyone should, you know, you should always keep an open mind. Oh, um, definitely. But, uh, and, and a really well-made sour is is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I'll enjoy it very much as I am with this. But it's it's not a go-to in the way it is, for me, in the way it is for you. No, absolutely not. I mean, I, I could more than happily have a, a good sort of mini sesh on sours yeah. and, and quite enjoy it. Whereas a exactly lot of people, well. that's not their sort of thing, which is absolutely fine. I mean, I think... Uh, absolutely. What I mean, I would I'd def- probably be done after one or two. Yeah, ex- exactly. I mean, yeah. but something, especially with one of this quality, because it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. This would be no a really nice sort of warm-up beer for a lot of people, rather than a sesh. Yeah, kind of... Um... Sort of on arrival uh, at a barbecue, a nice cold one of those. Exactly, like an aperitif, a sort of um, yeah. appetite wetter, if you like. And actually, sours work really well for that because because of that acidity, they sort of they get your um, your they get your saliva glands working, don't they? Um, well, absolutely. So they're they're a good thing to have at the start if you then want subsequent things to carry that flavour. Um, so yeah, really good for that. And I think sours as a style are kind of having a bit of a moment in the sun in the craft industry at the moment. Um, they're because yeah, you can kind of do anything you want with them, I suppose, in terms of flavor. They're very, very true. And it's one of those things that very much kicks, well, from, as far as I'm aware, kicks against that traditional notion of a beer. Yes, exactly. It goes against that sort of What's that? That excellent phrase that some people have trot out. I just like my beer to taste of beer. 
well um i find that i find that sentence a bit problematic i'm afraid um because there's no there's no one taste of beer you know no and even with that notion of traditional in inverted commas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beer you know you think of your traditional bitters ipas sure. right even if pales, you go into your lagers. pails your lagers and ev- and stouts and porters and, indeed and everything else now obviously people have a preference perhaps but they're all different and you know beer tastes of beer well yes but unfortunately a lot of people need to realize that that spectrum is much wider now than it ever was it's yeah and it already was pretty damn wide you know it's it's a wide spectrum there's a lot of subcategories there's an almost limitless variety to to what beers exist and what beers can be that i think is the beauty of it that's what makes it such a wonderful drink couldn't agree more and i do always enjoy it when i'm sort of pouring a beer with uh with mates when we've been allowed to and you sort of you open mm. something like this and pour it and it's that you know lovely rich cherry drop sort yeah. of purple purpley red almost yeah um and they go what's that you're drinking a beer doesn't look, look like beer ah well exactly but then i i would say that i have had i have probably had a beer in just about every color of the spectrum I've had beers that are red, obviously, yep. um, green, yes. orange, purple, yep. blue, pink. Um, I mean, you know, obviously gold, brown, the sort of standard colors of beer, um, mm. you know, black, what have you. But I, I can't really think of a single color in which I have not had a beer of some description. And that, to me, says it all. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, onto the rate. I'll go first this time, seeing as you yeah. went first last time. I mean, I'm, as I say, I love a sour. Mm. That's getting a really solid four from me as a minimum. I thought it would. Yeah, um, for me, uh, it's, it's a tricky one um, because because I sort of have a limit with sours, and and that's if I'm honest, that's mainly just because I can't actually take too much acidity. I get heartburn really easily, so nothing more than that, really. Um, so I would probably be done after one or two, but I'd have to acknowledge that this is an extremely nice sour and extremely well done. And I do like it. So probably around the 3.5 to 3.75 mark for me, I, I, I guess. That seems fair enough. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Um, but either way, a cracking brew. Well, yep. an- another another cracking brew from uh, Get another. the fine people of South Wales. Mm-hmm. I've not actually checked, but I'd love to see just how much of my uh list of beers i've untapped just what percentage of that is made up of tiny rebel beers i'm gonna guess it's probably quite a lot it's gonna be fairly high especially over the last <laughs> well, as we said, over the last 12 months when they've released as i say i have literally lost, <laughs> lost count, count. 14, yeah. 14 beers for their birthday they did the mm-hmm. two stay put ones to, to sort of tell people to stay at home during the first lockdown they did yeah um, and then a few more as well didn't they did and quite a few they, they've done their standard Christmas Imperial Stouts, yep. um, the Sours. Um, I mean, in terms the of... The non-alk fun, range, I should mention as well. They yes, did sort the of non-al- release some non alk non-alk range, they did. I mean, in terms of releases, it must have been a good half a dozen in 2020 alone. Oh, at least. Um, and we've already had, what, two drops from them this year, if you if you think of the birthday beers and then the ones we're drinking now. And again, that's at the time of recording. Um, the time of recording in, what, they're, April they're, 2021. So, And there is, slash was, um, another drop at the end of April as well. Yes, there is. Um, slash was. 
of which, you know, again, a great brewery in terms of their social media. They just give little mm-hmm. hints and little teases here and there of the they're things good that at they're releasing. Away, aren't they? Oh, yeah, aren't they, they just? Yeah, they they know what they're doing in terms of marketing. You've got to give them that. <laughs> Absolutely. But what right. I love as well is that you know, Tiny Rebel are getting pretty big now in brewing terms. But what I love is that they are still fiercely independent. You know, they are they're not owned by any, you know, any of the big boys. Um Yep, absolutely. You know, the big commercial juggernauts. They're an independent brewery still, and they still have a real dedication to experimentation. And I love that because that, for me, is what the craft brewing industry is all about. Absolutely. And it probably goes hand in hand with that. But when a lot of big companies, not just breweries, but when a lot of big companies get bigger and bigger and bigger, um, there tends to be that issue of quality not being quite so high. Yeah, you get a fiercer battle between the notions of quality and quantity which you know i understand there there are different pressures at work it makes perfect sense but what i was going to say was i haven't felt that at all from these fine people because they're never they're doing more they're doing a hell of a lot more than they ever were but quality is still absolutely top-notch it is it has remained so and you know long may that continue well done tiny rebel well done tiny rebel yeah well, from one beer that could potentially split opinions, depending on your, your sort of palate and, and what have you, I think this For last sure. one will be one that, uh, no, I think this last one will be one that will be quite popular all around. I think so. I was saying earlier, um, before we started recording, that this this is exactly the sort of beer that really excites me at the moment. You know, this notion of an apricot and vanilla lassie IPA. That's That's the kind of thing that I love Tiny Rebel for, and... And, and that's really kind of interesting and experimental and unusual and exotic and all those other lovely words in, in the craft beer industry at the moment. <laughs> um, so I am excited about this. And boy, does it look good. This can looks cool. Uh, absolutely. I mean, Tiny Rebel, <laughs> um, as, there, there is no such thing as a boring can for a Tiny Rebel beer. I'll say <laughs> that all. right now. There are but... like, excellent. But this one in particular, and maybe it's because we're both sort of mild comic book nerds as well. But um, sorry, mild. (laughs) Yeah, all right. (laughs) But yeah, it might be because we're both massive comic book nerds. But um, (laughs) the fact the fact that it is sort of sold like a comic strip. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've yeah. got the the references to a to a certain superhero movie. It's great. It's um, all cell shading and references to Incredibles. I mean, that's that's just that's always going to appeal to me. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic! And as I said earlier, you know, the fact that they've labelled it as issue one now that could just be because it's a comic book, and it, you know that it kind of fits be. with the motif. Um, but also, but I'm really hoping it means they're going to do a range. Me too. <laughs> oh dear it's 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 sad how giddy this makes us isn't it really well let's move that giddiness into some sort of opening and smelling and pouring and imbibing shall we indeed oh wow okay immediate first impression this is and, and smell as we know is very evocative because the olfactory system is closely linked with memory this is where my mind immediately went to when I smelled that um, apricot putty filou. I wasn't far off the same, to be honest. I was definitely thinking really creamy, like apricots, um, mm. yogurt, that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's it's there. You you can you can smell the creaminess. Like how amazing yeah. is that? Ah, it's it's 
I mean, that is that fact alone is so exciting. And you know, all beers aside, I I I do love a lassie. Well, who doesn't, laddie? Well, exactly. Uh, let's let's pour it. Um, let's something do it, that I should note as well. We've we've been talking about the fact that um, that the beers have the sort of the eye, the nose, the taste on the uh, mm-hmm. on the can. It's occasional that it's not there for Tiny Rebel beers, and this is one of those occasions. Yes, it isn't. They let you discover it for yourself. But that nose, I mean, definitely, yeah. Put, I'm put so excited to get stuff flavor is it. is a really good mm. way of describing it. Beautiful, it's... beautiful sort of that peachy apricotty sort of color yeah it's exciting this beer it's got it's actually a really kind of dark burnished gold i would say oh, you're so eloquent sometimes oh thank you Joe. i i can't look at this for too long though i've got to drink it no, i've got I to try need it to get stuck in let's just go cheers, cheers. Ooh. Oh. hello I'm going to say right now, mm. I've had lots of different fruity beers, being them Gozers or Sours or Lassie IPAs or whatever it might be. I can honestly say I think that has got to be one of, if not the most fruit-packed flavoured beers I've ever put to my lips. It is like drinking juice. It's It's more tart than I was expecting. I will say that. Not in a bad way. I agree with you, actually. Um, I was expecting it to be a lot sweeter, but I suppose oh. apricot is one of those fruits that does have a little bit of tartness to it, so it's actually quite a natural flavour, yeah. I suppose. It is. It, it does taste very natural. Um, I mean, obviously, the first thing you are hit with is apricot. Um, and it's got that sort of... It's got that sort of thickness and 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 creaminess that that I was expecting of a beer that yes does have lactose in it. I'm just checking. Yes, mm. it does. <laughs> and also from from the taste of it, I know you you sort of mentioned putty falou on the nose. Mm-hmm. For me, maybe a slightly more extreme version, but you know how that um, how the sort of the the yogurt in like Muller corners and things has got that really nice creamy vanilla-y flavour, but it's got that slight you know yogurty sharpness afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. T- multiply that yeah. by about two or three and i think that's the sort of after that's kind of what it is here. isn't it yeah it's like that that sh- it's like that sharpness that you get from a natural yogurt yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly what it is and there is that that hint of um of a vanillary sweetness in there as well there is and again you know mm. like we said before it's just there to balance it all isn't it which it's it is. doing really yeah. really well as i say a lot really lots is. harder than i thought it might be but it's yeah it's absolutely fantastic and fairly it's, punchy as well. I mean, it's one of their larger cans. It it's four forty mm. mil, and it's at eight percent. Yeah, it's ticking all the boxes for me. I, you and to me be both. I think <laughs> it's one of those beers that, again, you know, we mentioned before in a previous episode that idea that if it was at a beer festival, I'd quite happily go back for more. The thing mm. with this one is, I, I definitely stand by that statement, but I can fully imagine being sat down and 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 being given a lot of these, and then struggling to stand up afterwards. Well, yes. <laughs> yes definitely and i think it's exactly the sort of beer um towards which i would gravitate at a beer festival as well i mean as soon as i as soon as i read apricot vanilla lassie ipa i'm immediately going yes i will try that please and i should note that he's not just biased towards apricot any sort of fruit and vanilla lassie yes absolutely he would, he would go straight towards yeah. it's not yeah yeah exactly it's it's you know that idea of using of 
of doing those interesting flavors and you know doing something different with an ipa or you know whatever it has to happens oh, to be um, you know doing something and you know i i fear i'm going to start overusing this word doing something a bit experimental that's... absolutely and, and and again with that sort of tartness i'm finding like you were saying with the sour that you know that that sourness at the end mm-hmm. you know gets the gets the salivation going and it, it this yeah. is massively doing that as well yeah and this is just every sip of it is is preparing me and making me all the more excited for the next sip oh definitely this is one of those beers that you're always thankful that you drunk but you're really sad when it's gone yes yes i know what you mean in fact um I'm I'm very very happy about the fact that I've got another can of this um, oh, sitting downstairs. Yes, but yeah, funny thing is, I've still got one or two of my favourite beers from some of Tiny Rebels drops from last year, where I'm down to my last can, and I almost don't want to get round to drinking it because then I know it'll be gone. I know gone what you mean. I've, I've, I mean, I'm so sad. <laughs> I've I've been similar. Yeah, I've been storing them in in cupboards or shelves or you know, sort of high <laughs> higher temperature fridges, so not not ice cold because. I, yeah. We don't think that it should be served at that temp. Nope. But, you know, a slightly higher temp fridge. And yeah. that there is always that wonder and that surprise and glee when you get to the back of the shelf and go, I forgot oh, I had that. I've got one of those left. That's brilliant. Yay. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, and obviously, since you, since you mentioned it, I am very, very briefly going to go on to my... Um, beer coldness rant um well not rant um it's all part of my crusade (laughs) um basically the idea that um uh the only style of beer that actually really really needs to be chilled is lager because um lager is fermented cold that's what makes it lager um it comes from the german word lagern which sort of means broadly speaking to store at cold temperatures kind of rough translation um but in terms of anything else any ale um you you absolutely do not need to to serve it cold you know you can if that's your preference but honestly with some styles of beer it can kind of have a negative impact in in the sense that if your beer is too cold it can kill some of the aroma um and well, and, and the, the taste as well like, and, and the flavor wine, yeah, wine it, wine it can get trapped uh, and, and and too tight um which you don't want you know so i would say in terms of anything other than lager, um, anything up to but not including room temperature is fine. You know, you don't want it warm, um, but to be honest, you don't really want it too cold either. Somewhere sort of between the somewhere around the fifteen degree mark, I guess Celsius um, yeah. is is about right. You know, so you know, don't don't chill your beers down too much, especially dark beers. They don't really like being cold. Well, they shouldn't be, be in my opinion. But no, absolutely. And you know, following on from that, always use a glass, people. Always, always pour your beer into a glass. Uh, we'll, I'll probably do um, uh, another episode uh, at some point about sort of um, broadly speaking how to taste beer. Um, but uh, the the short version is yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm nearly done. I'm wrapping up. The short version is always use a glass and you can wake up now. I'm done. I promise. Okay. Yeah. 
this is meant to be an educational podcast as much as entertaining. We don't want to overload them in one episode, though, mate. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Portion okay. it out. Edutainment or edutained. <laughs> so what are we giving this on Untap then, Matthew? <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, I mean, it's going to do well. I won't lie. I, I, my my gut reaction is four point two five as a minimum for me. I, ooh. I'm four, four undecided at the moment. I'm undecided. I'm going to decide when I finished it, but I can say it will be somewhere around about the four mark. Whether it's um, a little bit one side to one side or the other, I don't know yet. Um, but it'll be there or thereabouts. I'm pretty That's sure. Of that. I mean, it's definitely going to score high. It's yeah. fantastic, and. Um, you know, something I'm still so, taking it in and, and getting my head around it. Oh, I am as well. But so being, you know, half to two thirds of the way through, I'm sort of getting to that point of, you know, where 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 am I at with this? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, definitely going to score high. And yeah, I know we we often sort of shout out about where we, where we've got them from. This is actually one of the um, occasions where, although not local to either of us, we've managed to support the brewery directly and, and they do a yep. great service in terms of We're delivery. Their shop is just to them. You know, their shop is absolutely fantastic as well. Their merch is brilliant. Their beers are fantastic. Um, yep. And yeah, apart from the really, really busy times when they drop a brand new beer or several in one go, Indeed. Um, you, you know, they, they're really reliable with their delivery. You can get it pretty, pretty quick. Um, yeah. They're, they're pretty good. Tiny rebel. They really are. So, yeah, definite hats off to Tiny Rebel. And thank you yeah, very much off. for this another is... three amazing brews. Indeed. This has been a real um, celebration of one of, as you said earlier, our favourite breweries. Um, you know, well done, Tiny Rebel. You've knocked it out of the park yet again. Smashing beers. Thank you. And um, to be honest, the only thing remains for me to do is, along with Tiny Rebel, my usual shout out to uh, the the fabulous and mighty Cambridge Wine Royston. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you know, again, a, a really sort of, well, I'm going to say gentle reminder, but we harp on about it all the time. So maybe it's not so gentle, but, you know, support breweries, support local breweries, support your local yeah. bottle shops. Um, You know, they're all there. They're doing a great job. And they really are. Yeah, so, please, please do. Yeah. You know what? Let's not be gentle about it. Let's <laughs> no, not. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> it's important and it's it's a good thing, I think. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, I'm not sure there's much more for us to say apart from the fact that, um, nope. you know, I hope you're enjoying these podcasts. We're certainly enjoying making them. Um, Very much. Next week, we're actually going to venture across the English Channel. We are. Uh, we're going to going to sample some really rather tasty German brews. Some rather tasty and rather unique German brews. Let's leave it at that for that's, now. That's very true. We'll say no more now, but hopefully you'll tune yeah. in next week as well. So from Boozer... And the brain. Hope hope you enjoyed it and uh, hopefully tune in again next time. Yep. See you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.